2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: This hour is brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. One
4: thing that we're hopeful to get, whatever decisions the Bulls make, is a little bit of clarity and not hiding behind the injury to Lonzo Ball. Give me a little bit of guidance because it feels, the Bulls experience feels a little bit disconnected.
5: Lawrence Holmes. 2 p.m. on Thursday is the trade deadline. Do you think that on Thursday we'll at least have the answer of what it is that we're rooting for? I don't know. Because I don't feel like we will. Does it matter to Michael Reinsdorf that this team make the playoffs this year, knowing that they're not going anywhere. I don't know.
6: I don't
4: previously ownership always liked the home playoff games, like the extra dollars that were brought in for home playoff games. So, I think you'd rather make the playoffs than not.
5: But none of you don't have any real hope of winning a title, right? Nor do you have any real
4: hope of getting Victor Wembanyama. So, you're stuck in the middle. You're really stuck in the middle.
2: I fall off my chair and I'm wondering how i get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you.
3: Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. That poor cab driver
5: I met in Pittsburgh. <laughs> He's like, um, you're not part of the group, are you? Well, you're not in a costume and... Like that—that's probably good. And there were people, and they were in a costume, and then they would only bark and meow at me. And I was like, "Oh, the convention."
4: Sexual harassment. (laughs)
3: And <laughs> Island of Misfit Mascot's Commune. This must be the place. Hello there, boys! Whoa, who are you? I'm Willie the Don't Stare Directly into the Sun Worm. Oink, oink. Be sure you run around with scissors, says Oinky the Run Around with Scissors Pig. Hey, kids. I'm Jimmy the Don't Hold on to a Large Magnet while someone else uses a fan nearby Falcon. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the production staff just keeps hitting home runs. I,
4: lo- I, love when, I love when they get high before the show. Yeah.
5: <laughs> the f- just starting a, a dingy Thursday, a little <laughs> Steeler's wheel to a little Jerry Rafferty. Come I on, was, man. I was like in in the middle of the open. I was like, oh, man, I wish he'd let it go to the... <laughs> Yeah, because like, that's my favorite part of the song. But
4: people of a certain age can only picture yeah. Michael Madsen dancing menacingly as he's got a razor out ready to cut off the cop's ear. Yep,
5: yep. That's. Uh, I thought about it, and I was like, nah, I like this job. No, too you, much. you did it. You did the exact no, you right thing. And it was-
2: Hey, you fired up, <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> this NBA is so stupid.
1: Seriously,
4: this league, it's seriously like a bunch of eighth grade boys in a basement playing 2K. That's what this is. It's like the actual NBA is now recapitulating eighth grade boys playing 2K. Let's do another build. We won the championship twice and we're gonna do another season. Let's let's auto play the season and then redo all the rosters.
5: What if we just like gutted the bench of the Suns, but added KD? And then you had Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, Ayton. Ayton. Ayton.
0: Ayton. Jordan,
5: DeAndre. Ayton. DeAndre Jordan, <laughs> Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and nothing else could that win a title? Yes. It could. It, it could also not win a title if a guy rolls an ankle. Yep. You're in a whole lot of trouble if that's the case. Waking up to it, man. This league, and then I, I, you check it and you recheck it, and you're
4: like, "Is this real? Is that not real? Is that who sent this? Who's impersonating whom?" I'm like, well,
5: welp, guess it's real. Well, and at the time, like, the, I, what did that that move happen at? What one thirty hour time last night. So it was
6: midnight, actually. It was mid- midnight. Midnight last because I night? Because st- I, w- I couldn't sleep for some reason, and I got I have I'm have the alerts on Woj uh, on my phone, on my Twitter app, and I, I my phone was buzzing, and I was like, what is this? Ooh. And you're like, what the hell, that man? That was my experience, Ray, when Jamison Tyone signed with the Cubs. That one broke late, like midnight-ish, and I was up. You got your alerts on Gordon Wittenmeyer, huh? <laughs> I was hyped. Jamison Tyone? Come on now. I think should just
5: let them host the show today. I can go home. <laughs> <laughs>
6: the Trey Mancini, 1240.
5: <laughs> Wait, let me make sure. Right, we're going to do gonna that <laughs>
6: Dunkin' Donuts race again.
5: am going to write that down. Yeah, Trey, Trey
4: Mancini, Mancini, gotta get to Trey Mancini
5: stuff.
3: 1240. Yeah, we were way too high. Yeah,
1: apparently.
4: I know we got a lot to do. I just want to say, uh, I, I, I yesterday there after work there was a uh, a gathering, a, a memorial. It was, like, it, was a, it was a kind of a shiva for our guy Lynn Bramer, and uh, the actual services were private. And, I, and we we were talking about it internally a lot yesterday about how you know this. We always worry when a when when the company decides to do something because it, it can often be ham fisted and atonal. But it was really nice. It was really nice to see everybody was you know kind of rolled in. As Spiegel rolled in, and Shane showed up, and David Haw came over, and all the XRT people. So many people from the company were there. I forgot how good Yaxi's wings were.
5: Yeah, their wings are legendary. I know, I know they're
4: legendary, and you know they are. And
5: and Lynn would always rave
4: about. I know, them. I know. It was so, the, and everything was just right. It's like no, it wasn't overdone. It, it that wasn't, was my fear. It, it, I I was worried. It was a perfect less is more. Kind of thing of people in a in a place that he loved, talking about him, saying nice things about him, and a lot of us who are still, frankly, really struggling with his absence. Really, I mean, it's for some, it really hit us harder than we thought. For, to get everybody together and to see, you know, Terry Hemmert and Johnny Mars and and yeah. got to
5: see my auntie Terry.
4: Oh, of course, love my auntie Terry. I mean, that, 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 that's a OG. There's, there were so many in that room, and and it was just it was it was a cool thing.
5: I'm glad that you had that experience because I know that it was something that you were worried about. I, as as were I uh, worried about it not coming off the way it maybe was intended, but it sounds like it came off that way, it was just right.
4: Good. It was just right, and nobody nobody forced anything or tried. And I you know you get worried that there's going to be some. Young schnorrers in there for free beer and wings who never met Lynn and are there for the wrong reasons and are just there to yuck it up and and, and drink on the company
5: tab. Or but it, or that, that it's a networking event.
4: Yeah, or people are too much talking shop and some of that. But it, it was just right. Good. It was just right. Um, Do your thing
5: that you do on trade deadlines.
4: Oh, the, the, saying the warning? Of, yeah. Or just to be careful. Mm-hmm. Just especially now, especially now on Twitter is a nightmare. I wish there were a bot. Well,
1: Twitter is a nightmare. Twitter
4: right is a nightmare. Now. But I wish there were a way that I could, and maybe there is, where any I could block permanently anyone who paid for the blue check because the Venn diagram of people who pay for the blue check and people who are just complete asshats is an almost
5: concentric circle. Well, did, I don't know if you saw this. And guys, I don't know if you guys saw it yesterday, too. Where it was, if you were trying to add people. Oh yeah, no. Yesterday, it happened to me too. Yesterday
4: yeah. there was a problem with that and they were in, in part of their bot prevention or eradication. They're putting a tweet limit on there, but they applied the tweet limit in, in, in error to everyone, and there were people trying to tweet who couldn't tweet. People's DMs were disappearing,
6: and there was a a leaked Elon Musk. Message to Twitter apparently that where he told employees, "Hey, the the fix for this thing for this problem, let's wait till after the Super Bowl to f- to fix it." And I don't even understand why you would wait. I, I didn't what? read the full reporting on it. seems stupid? Yeah. What?
4: All right. So obviously, Twitter is the way a lot of us get our breaking news, and whether it's Shams or Woj, those are the the two accounts that I think we're gonna follow now that now that leagues. Have their preferred way of providing information, whether it's Schefter and Rappaport, or whether it's it's Shams and Woj. That's just where the news seems to come
5: from. Woj just made a nice little uh, comeback because Shams was kicking his ass.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like
5: the difference is that Shams can't write. Well, the difference. I mean, he's he's a reporter. He's a newsbreaker. That's what
4: he's there. He's he's a networker and a newsbreaker, but his, his syntax is is almost generated by some sort of of ai i, I know the, word, the words
5: don't work i think with shams a lot of it is he's trying to get so much information out as quickly but the qual- it's, with a lot of qualifiers
4: there's always things that are that are to protect his sources Wo- Woj is is a is much more straightforward and, and clear in the way he actually puts words together
5: but shams is great at gathering information he he's so good at like it's still amazing cuz what is Shams even is was he 28? He's that young? Oh yeah. He graduated Loyola like 4 or 5 years ago. Oh wow. <laughs> like
4: that, that that's a rapid rise. Yeah, 28.
5: The, wow. he, he's wow. a wunderkind. Yeah, that's a rapid rise. I didn't know he was that young. Oh, he was doing this stuff when he was in college. Like I know a lot of people at Loyola and he'd literally be in class breaking stories. Like people be following him, and he's in the class. Oh, that's cool. That's a pretty good feather in the cap for uh, the the blurs. It's still weird to say that.
4: Yeah, so just so just be be wary of where the new. We'll do our best. I promise. I, we all we all we all get duped, and ha- we
5: might mess up today. Yeah, we might but ha- We're gonna it try happens- not to. Exactly.
4: I, I will. I promise you, in in our role on these microphones, that that I will try my best to to do this and not not go off half cocked, as it were, because that can be painful. <laughs> just,
5: yes, but it, it's it's still like jarring to wake up to news that's that big of a deal. In a league. And, you know, obviously the news doesn't sleep, but you have a, a new owner in Phoenix who is kind of kind of pushed back on. Well, I haven't hired Isaiah Thomas yet. I might hire Isaiah Thomas, but I haven't hired him yet to walk in on on, I believe yesterday was day one of him officially being the owner of the Phoenix Suns and pulling off that move. Which is a, a big baller
6: move. It also highlights the
5: LeVar. It highlights the, the ownership.
4: Ownership, ownership, ownership. I can't tell you the number of people I've talked to who work in professional sports who say it's the defining aspect of your life and your happiness at work is the ownership of your team. Are they trying to win? Are they, are they, that's one. How are employees treated? What are the goals? And all of that
5: stuff can be defined by your owner. Okay, so let's say this morning, because the news of the week before this morning was Kyrie getting traded. Doesn't this trade just basically nullify that? I mean, I love Luca. I think he's amazing, and I love the pairing from a basketball standpoint with him and Kyrie. But immediately, another team in the West is like, yep, never mind. Never mind your deal that you got going on, Dallas. Which are three games above 500 record. Never mind. You can have a lot of fun with or that. Or
4: maybe Dallas is saying we're one sprained ankle away from being better than they
5: are. But they're still not, though. Because even, even like, let's say the sprained ankle is Devin Booker, it's still Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Jordan,
4: <laughs> someone named DeAndre somebody.
5: No matter if it's that crew is so good that I'm not sure that it matters. Now, I will say, they're uh, not really having a bench. Could be problematic for them. And and we'll see. And Memphis, I think, is still going to be tough if they can get their heads out of their asses.
4: Here's what I find interesting, though. If you are Monty Williams, trying to balance the use of remaining regular season minutes hmm. To, to, to practice, essentially. To come together to, to, to do the work with load management. Ma- and make everything fit. To ma- make everything fit. To actually make something of these regular season minutes while also preserving this top-heavy team for the playoff games that matter more. That, that's the, the critical decision to me, is how often are they going to play together to what ends... How can you draw conclusions from what you're seeing in regular season minutes? How much do you trust them just on a whiteboard? How much can, How much do these old vets, these old salty vets say, we'll do this, this, and this, and this, and this, where it's, where it's that rather than feel and making sure that they are in tip-top shape for the playoffs?
5: All right. Now, here's where I will agree with your idea of the, the one you know, t- swollen ankle could ruin this. I think that Chris Paul handles all of that. I think Monty would like having Chris Paul, it mitigates a he's lot a, of that stuff.
4: We can talk to him and say, you got this, you know, what, what do we need to do? What do we don't need to do? Because he's what are we he's a savant. The fix? Yep. You know,
5: like he's a genius at the point guard spot. And now he's got even more like it, it becomes dangerous. And there have been those games with with Ayton and Booker with Paul where you're saying, Chris, the, there's opportunities for you to score more. Instead of just looking to be the guy that sets everything up, I this thing, it's going to, who do you double? Who do you double off of? Maybe like, nobody. I, I, Switch everything. Good luck. Good luck with with all of that because it's, it's the struggle bus. And considering the type of range that both Booker and, and Durant have, you're going to have a, the geometry defensively is really, really difficult. Now, the other thing I was thinking this morning as I'm like groggy trying to get all this information, are any of these teams right now better than Milwaukee or better than Boston? Cuz Boston they they've just they lost their coach and they're just like doesn't matter. We have two superstars on our team who have figured out how to play with each other. And I heard Jason Tatum in an interview a couple nights ago where he was talking about how bad he was in the finals, and saying that he has to own that. Uh, someone had thrown like a quote from the uh, from one of the papers in Boston at him, and he was like, "Yeah, I wasn't very good, and it's motivation for me to be better going forward." So with all the moves that have happened so far, and there might be corresponding moves. You've seen the Brooklyn Nets punt. And you know I look in the Eastern Conference I go all right if 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 it's a rock fight in the Western Conference now can any of these teams in the West beat Boston or beat Milwaukee or if Harden is healthy beat Philadelphia I think the next question
4: is what does it do to everyone in the East what does it do to uh, to the discussions that Arturis Karnashovis and Mark Eversley, we presume, are having about what their trajectory is. When you when you just cut the top off one of these now, it's possible that Brooklyn with, with this hall is gonna rearm itself and be just fine.
5: They have too many wings right now, so they actually you they could actually be active today. That's what
4: I mean. Like maybe say, hey, how are you going to sort this out? Do you want to move this or that and all the picks? And I don't know what's eligible to be traded by by NBA bylaws. But if we're playing 2K, if the Bulls are one of these eighth grade boys in the basement playing 2K, go ahead. Look
5: for advantage in the chaos today. Well, the good thing is for the Bulls is that you would imagine that Brooklyn's going to just fall. Like they're just going to drop like a rock. They're sitting in the fifth seed right now. The Bulls are three and a half games behind them, but before you get too excited, I'm sorry, they're five and a half, six games behind them. Before you get too excited, the Bulls are also a game out of not being in the play-in. Like That's the type of season that they've had, where they're like, hey, we could could lose a couple of games and find ourselves back at 11 real quick.
4: All right, let's get to the Bulls next and the wild rumor that hit at like 8 o'clock last night via... One report that's just seemingly makes absolutely no sense we're gonna have to sort of talk this through and hope it's not real next on the score
0: what t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today
1: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago,
2: Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Bernstein and Holmes, Midday 10 to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. in Odyssey Station. 40 seconds to go Westbrook the hesitation oh monster jam by Russell Westbrook and the foul oh my gosh
6: me dip him in holy water
3: (laughs) okay
4: I need Arturus Carnacovich to sit down in front of us and explain what's happening here. I mean, if you if you are really in the market for Russ, I know he's going to
5: do it tomorrow, eight a.m. right on Mullion Hall. Yes, eight a.m. tomorrow. And I imagine he'll talk to the masses sometime this afternoon before the Bulls play. What are you trying to win? When are you trying to win it? What are we doing here? I
4: mean, we need we need like thirty thousand foot look at this thing. What what are what are we doing? Because there's all sorts of possibilities now. And I, I think some of the moves will, will explain things on their own. But, man, this is uh, Ricky O'Donnell of uh, SBN.
5: Ricky Charisma.
4: Ricky, Car- Ricky Charisma. Pretty Ricky. He said, I don't think it'll happen, but the Nets are now an obvious trade partner for DeRozan. See, I thought they were before. They have tons of shooting and defense, but no star to stir the drink. They have no incentive to lose because Houston owns all their picks. Well, that's interesting. I didn't think of that. And he proposes three firsts and salary match for Demar. Oh my god! I'm, can I? I, I yes. pack his bags fast enough. I'll pack his bags and anybody else's bags. I'll I'll, I'll do whatever they want. I'll drive his them to cute the airport. little kids. Oh, I'll drive everybody to the airport. I'll 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 take them all out to lunch. At
5: whatever for that deal?
4: Hell yes! Yeah, that would be great. Hell yes.
5: So there was a, a report that the Bulls were one of the teams that were interested. Do we know that Russ is is going to be bought out in Utah? No. If there the the report was, if there's a buyout, if if they, like maybe Russ wants to go play in Utah. I don't
4: know that the Bulls would be interested in Russell Westbrook. Why? What does he get you closer
5: to winning? I. What does he do for you? I mean. Right now, by the way, the Jazz are half game out of the
4: play it. You know, and I I wonder what Danny Ainge is thinking. Because he clearly tried to tear it down. And it, and it the Jazz
5: are better than the Lakers.
4: I know, and it didn't And they're not trying to be. The, we're not trying not to be better trying. than the Lakers. And, and it just like the teardown didn't stick.
5: And I don't think they thought
4: Mark and him was going to be an all star.
5: Mm-hmm. But Clearly, the Bulls didn't think he was going to be an All Star.
4: No, I, I, I'm happy for him, but that's that that's a that's a miss. That's just a that's a screw up. Yep. And maybe it just would never have happened here that he was just he was not comfortable here for whatever reason. Yeah,
5: well, we know the reason that he wasn't comfortable here is because of Jim Boylan. Yep. But if you got rid of Jim Boylan and then let him lean into the joy of playing the game. Like it's a really interesting thing that a phenomenon that we've talked about with Billy where Billy coaches young young players hard. And and maybe it's a – I mean, look, I, I kind of wish that he would take this with Levine and with DeMar too, but I get it. Like that's just kind of the way things are. But if you have someone that can be a superstar – How do you go about nourishing them and giving them what they need to get to where they want to go? Which is what every coach has got to figure out. And they didn't do that. As for the Russ thing, I love Russ. I love how he plays. I love that he plays downhill, that he plays like his hair is on fire. I love that he cares about basketball, that he wants to be great, but there's similar similarities with him and Demar that I don't like, and that one that similarity is with with Russ. It's not that he won't take the three pointer; it's that you he won't know, make it. He won't make it, and he'll keep shooting.
4: That it. would he'll help he, me in my desire to see them have more three point attempts. But I don't know to what end.
5: Yeah, he's gonna take those shots. I also think that it's a danger where you have a superstar and max player on your roster that it feels like sometimes doesn't understand that as of now, he's not the most trusted player on the team. The most trusted player is DeMar. He's not the most accomplished player on the team. The most accomplished player on the team is DeMar. If you drop Russell Westbrook into that, and Zach's trying to fight for like, oh, it, it, this is a way to ruin Zach. It really is, right? right?
4: You could you could absolutely wreck if he's going to come to practice every day and know that he's not the alpha. He'll he'll know it too. And you send that message to him like that. That's part of it that just would need explaining to me. You just gave the guy two hundred and fifteen million dollars or whatever it was. And, and 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 planted your flag with him mm-hmm. and he's and, and said yes you want to be a superstar you want you here's your endorsements and your shoe deal and your max contract and and you're you're the guy with, of the Chicago
5: Bulls and then you do this makes no sense to with a guy that's got what four seasons where he averaged a triple double nine time all-star a league mvp league mvp
4: a nine time all-star multiple all nba teams and, and a ucla legend Oh, that's right. Like, that's a dub. I forgot about that. You're going to
5: just drop him in here and think that he's going to defer? Because Russ, the only person that I've ever seen him defer to has been LeBron. So, good luck. And what was the last thing that happened with Russell Westbrook before he got traded? Him and Darvin Ham yelling at each other. Because he didn't
4: leave the floor quickly enough upon being substituted. Yep. He just kind of lingered out there as if to say, are oh, you sure going to take me, you're taking me out of the game? I'm just going to stand here for a while. And then Darvin Ham
5: wasn't having it. No, he was not. Is Billy ready to handle that? And I know that he's already coached Russell Westbrook. That was a long time ago. Things have happened. And he's a different player now than when he was playing with Billy in Oklahoma City. 708 texter says, The Bulls sign Westbrook that gives me a reason to watch.
4: What? I I don't know how you define reason to watch. What are you
5: watching for? I I guess you're watching for the drama of it. Russ is going to give you a couple of exciting plays per game. It's probably a drama as it is. But and then watching whether or not Zach will rise to the occasion or wilt under the pressure i I would rather be watching the bulls because they're moving towards winning that's what I thought that that this regime was going to be about and that's not what they're about so far so I don't know man like it it's it's rough because I I really do appreciate Russell Westbrook I like truly, like just as a basketball fan, I I appreciated that he was like, well, I don't need to leave. I'd like to make it work here. And I'm sad that Kevin Durant felt like he needed to leave when we were this close to winning the championship. Like I've always, like there's there's all there'll always be a place in my heart for Russ because he was the one left holding the bag where like what what weren't they up three games to two or whatever it was against the Warriors? Like we we're close. And then you bounced. So, you know, now what? Now what are we supposed to do? And he's spent the rest of his career like chasing that. And then it's like, oh, I'll team up with LeBron. Great. Mm-hmm. And now you got to deal with all of the LeBron stuff. And then being relegated to the bench and all sorts of stuff man, but so I, I really do feel for him and I root for him. I root for Russ. but Russ has got some flaws. He's a flawed anti-hero. I don't know what
4: we're gonna get from the Bulls if we're just gonna get this lukewarm stand pat, wait for Lonzo, hope this works response. Or if we're going to get them admitting through their moves, if not their words, that this core wasn't a core and it didn't go anywhere, I my my, my goal in the next forty eight hours, mm-hmm. well actually twenty four if he's if probably twenty four hours I should say clarity, just as a fan as an observer, just give me some clarity. It feels like that's all. I, it, I don't think it's too much to ask for. I, I think that, that 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 is a small ask. I, Help me uh, uh, after this deadline. Give me a better understanding of what you're trying to do and
5: when you're trying to do it. When you look at how they've reacted over the last week, and you've kind of heard Lonzo's name be mentioned a little bit more, I'm stuck on. Do they really think that that's it? Like, because to me, that's where. You making the Russ move, it doesn't make sense unless you look at it through the prism of they think the only thing that they need is a point guard who plays defense. It's more than that.
4: I mean a texter just said that too. If if Lonzo's that important, why not get a guy who can do what Lonzo does defensively? It's more than that. It's also his three point shooting. Correct. His high volume, high success, three point shooting, and
5: full court quarterbacking. Full court quarterbacking and being the tip of the spear defensively and the length that you get with
4: Lonzo. Yeah, if you don't have a rim protector, the way you disrupt opposing offenses is through wrecking those high ball screens. And ruining early actions in the shot clock and making them go to secondary and tertiary actions, helping and recovering and making sure that teams don't get started downhill initially because you've got nobody behind you who's just going to swat it away. And the Bulls can't do. The Bulls are stuck, as you say, in the middle because they don't have that now. And Caruso can only do so much of it. So we'll see. I it's I'm I am
5: I think that your your whole thing of Arturus, explain it to me. Clarity. Tell me what you're doing and when you're trying to do it. I, I think In that's simple words. It's very key uh, for whatever it is that he says today and eight o'clock tomorrow on with Mully and Haw. So make sure that you, you are around for that. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, there was something suggested yesterday that was really kind of interesting. And this person is a person that I don't agree with a lot. Okay. But I was like, oh. I wonder what would happen if that became a thing. We'll discuss next here on The Score.
3: Bursting at home. Middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station.
5: All right, so what you talking about? Well, Willis... What I'm talking about is, you know how Roger Goodell has his thing, which we will get to Mm -hmm. later on because um, Roger had a bad day yesterday when he was talking in front of the assembled media. I have that written down. I literally, it says 1225, Roger's
4: bad day.
5: Yeah, it's a bad day. Well, he usually speaks, and then D. Morris Smith, who's the president of the NFL PA, speaks. And I know that he's not not as popular as, of a a leader of the the players' organization as some would like. I know that I've had times where I've been like, what are you talking about when I've been in the room for press conferences with D? I, I also find him to be, I know that he cares about the players. I just don't always know if he does a good job of representing them. He said something in his address yesterday that I thought was really interesting.
1: I think the first thing we do is not assume you need a combine I mean, why should we start trying to enhance the combine system? I mean, think about it. The NCAA and the NFL structure a combine during what should be every football player's what? Last semester in college, who decided that it was a good idea to take your son and have him exclusively try out for the NFL's exclusive way of getting into the league, for the most part, unless you're a free agent player, you have to be invited to the combine. As soon as you show up, you have to waive all of your medical rights. And you not only have to sit there and endure embarrassing questions, and I think that's horrible, and I don't want to poo-poo any of that, but would you want your son to spend hours inside of an MRI and then be evaluated by 32 separate team doctors? Who are, by the way, are only doing it for one reason. What's the reason? To decrease your your draft value. So instead of trying to think about whether we enhance a combine process, what would you want for our sons? It's interesting framing by Dean. Yeah, I don't
4: buy the logic necessarily of hiding, but because that that gets back to the student athlete myth. And it gets back to say, well, otherwise they're going to be in political science class or whatever they're going to be. Well, and, so- and, a,
5: and a lot of these players actually do like they bounce after sure. first semester of their junior or senior year, right. and and they go get ready for the NFL. Yeah, that,
4: that's antiquated. But here, you know what I think we're, we're getting close to is the real discussion. The the real discussion isn't get rid of the combine; it's get rid of the draft. Well, I, I'm
5: sure that they would love that. Well,
4: but, but that's what I'm saying. Like this is this is sort the of precursor. We're starting to say, wait a second. Let's deconstruct we're, some of this right, stuff. We're beginning this process, or the teams just do this to make it easier. The the NFL does this to take away the responsibility of the teams. If you already have a salary cap, and you and that is already governing everything that you do, could you imagine if you're the Bears this year, take out the whole having the number one pick? And just look at the disparity in cap space. PFF was showed the the, the cap ranking. It is a Don't the, the Bears have oh, like hundred and sixty
5: like, million dollars
4: over it's the Saints, like more than everybody combined? So imagine if you were the Bears looking at this crop of eligible rookies, and you could have as many of them as you want.
5: I do think that the part that is often overlooked, and I'm not trying to say this this lightly, like. The trauma of that, like of what players go through at the combine, it's 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 gross. It's it's really gross. But the medical part of it, I also I, I think that's a really interesting point that that D made about handing off your medical rights. And he is right about you're doing this stuff and you're stuck in an MRI and you're being examined and prodded and poked and
4: disgust. There isn't all downside because we know that through these processes there is there was one guy there's who, been
5: a couple lives that have been saved yeah,
4: somebody who said hey you've got a sw- your aorta is swollen or you've got a, a tumor on your kidney and this has happened in trade physicals you know there's nothing inherently wrong about a, a well-intentioned physical exam they're not doing it and I disagree with with with, with Jamara Smith the doctors aren't doing it to try to decrease your draft value.
5: They're doing it to find out how healthy you are. Yeah, the doctors aren't the problem. The, the team is the problem. Mm-hmm. Because the team may, and you know how it is, teams like to play games. I do wonder, I wonder, is the reason that Justin Fields fell to 11 because he has epilepsy? Like, was that, we don't one of, was that one of the things that, that pushed people away from him? We've got a minor
4: NBA trade to report. Is it the Bulls? Shams Sharania reports the Boston Celtics are acquiring shooting big man Mike Muscala from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Big, big news in our household today. Oh, that's right. He's a Bucknell Buck, guy. He's the Bucknell guy. Yeah, Mike Muscala, Bucknell Bison, representing. Heading closer to uh, back to Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. So he's a good fit in Boston.
5: Yeah, that's a really that's a, a very under the radar type move for the good. Celtics. He's a good player. Yeah, I I like it. Like I said, can the, any of the moves make you think that Boston could be beat. But anyway, back back to the the combine mm-hmm. stuff. I also think that there's too much. Downtime that is spent between the end of the college football season and when teams draft. And I think it's the really good organizations who don't fool themselves with what happens at pro days or with the, the combine. I actually think pro days are probably more valuable than the combine because you are getting that player one on one. And you're, you're getting an opportunity to have that person talk to your personnel and see how they fit. But I, I have always thought that
3: just
1: trust your scouts. Well, Lawrence, to that point, we talked to Randy Mueller last week about this exact thing. I never would be enamored by the first impressions of a coach at the Senior Bowl or what somebody did at the Combine because those aren't really true indicators. Um, in fact, at the Senior Bowl, and I'm not, disparaging the senior bowl, but a lot of those kids hadn't done much for two months. It's their first, really, football action since the end of their regular season. Some guys are asked to play different positions. There's just a lot of unfamiliarity with their roles, so that's always hard to develop a first impression as an evaluator. Hmm.
5: I, I really think that teams spend so much time going through the data, and because it's become an 11-and-a-half-month league now, that they have to justify. Oh well, you know we're 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 doing all of our due diligence and and when we're we're at the combine and we're at the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Game. When really you're relying on the tape, like, rely on the tape. Trust your scouts, and if you don't trust your scouts, trust your when your GM, because Ryan Poles is watching tape, Ian Cunningham is watching tape and they're going to take the recommendations of their scouting department and then they're going to say okay you agree with this like oh here's what i think about this player let's let's take let's go and see if we can find some consensus or this is what i'm concerned about with this player i don't know if any of that gets figured out in a combine setting i also don't know why people are so like i see a couple of people like get rid of the draft like yeah it's
4: in what other industry are you not allowed to choose the company you work for and where you want to live and where you, where you want to go about your career? It's fair. So If somebody coming out of the, 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 the best law school, the, the best crop of the next great lawyers, it's not like the law firms line up and have to have some order based on success or failure in their business. of right. who gets a shot at whom, it's who pays more. It's where they want to raise families. family. Who has the best perks. The best, the, the best fit. Yes. The best, like any other industry, except in this, because of the the way we define how these teams compete against each other. There's the Drafts are un-American. It's so strange. I want my freedoms.
5: It's so strange arr- to arr- see people who are, they would not want that for themselves, but they don't mind it being there for someone else. Mm-hmm. Of course they should be drafted. Well, why shouldn't they get a chance to choose where they want to work? And then the league could work around it, and then you could find out who are the best teams and best organizations when it comes to the salary cap. Who's been, instead of being rewarded for being bad. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Bears are sitting here being rewarded for being bad. Yeah, Bears fans right now are like, what do you mean? Get rid of not now. <laughs> well, Don't do it right now. Well, there's going to be an, another. There'll at least be one more draft. So oh, so Bears fans will be like, get rid of the draft next year. Right. Instead of this year. Get rid of it next year, and then you're good to go. The return
4: for Mike Muscala in the Boston deal with Oklahoma City is two second-round picks and Justin Jackson. All right. All right.
5: Here's Blanco, <laughs> exactly.
4: Coming up, Cody Westerland is
5: going to give Oof. us what we got to talk with Cody about the Bulls, man. Yeah,
4: yeah. I just all, all I want, whatever happens, whatever happens, don't give me ambiguity. My whole goal of the next, this next little news cycle, the next Bulls news cycle, let me emerge from it, understanding more about this team, because right now I have no damn clue and it's a really uncomfortable place to be. He's going to help us. Cody Westerland will give us his always well-considered thoughts on the Bulls next on the score.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.